0: I just knew this was going to be successful right Yeah. now listen on the nights i was up till 3am trying to do stuff or crying on the floor because i thought i was a failure did right. i know nope but there's something in my heart that just had to believe it like i just had to believe like if god put this dream in my heart like it's gonna happen somehow right. it might take right. longer might not yeah. be on my timeline yeah. Yeah. and so i just stuck with it because i think when we show up integrity with ourselves for our dreams it does something really magical because I've had a lot of dreams.
1: Hey you're listening to the how to turn your goals into reality podcast where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results using systems to make it easier mastering neuroscience to transform your life and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy (laughs) and I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Missing opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop The place that you go to to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato and get ready to be challenged, inspired and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change and grow. Let's dive in. Hey, don't you think that it's time that you finally started taking some action towards your goals? I mean, like seriously, you've read all the books, you've attended all of the free workshops and webinars and summits and all the things. You've talked to as many free coaches as you could to get as much information as you could squeeze out of them. So don't you think that now is the time to actually start applying that information so that you can start seeing some results in your life? If you're nodding your head yes and you're saying, girl, you're speaking my language, then you gotta join me in your next 90 days. So this is a free mini course. Yes, I said free. It's a free mini course designed to walk you through how to break down your annual goal so that you can start seeing results within the next three months, all right? So if you want access to this mini course all you got to do is go to TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. Again, that's TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. And I will meet you there. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. Oh, my goodness. Today we have my girl. You guys are going to love her. She's incredible. So she's the host of the, the Purpose Driven Mom um, podcast, and she's also the host of the Purpose Driven Mom Summit. So she's gonna talk to us about everything we n- need to know about those two things. And before we get into that, one thing I want you to like truly, truly um, understand or or get from this 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 episode is the fact that anybody, no matter your story, no matter your journey, no matter your experience, no matter your education level, no matter who you are. You can start and grow a business from nothing, and you're gonna hear it in Kara's story because the last time she was on the podcast, she told us about how she went from being being bankrupt. Was it bankrupt? We bankrupt. almost filed. Yep. Yeah. Be, mm-hmm. she, she went from being bankrupt to running a business that generates consistent income. And so, if she could go from that, and she's a mom, guys, she had young kids, you know, a husband, like real responsibilities, and she went from that situation to you know building this crazy amazing business that actually generates money and so today I want the biggest takeaway that you get here in this episode listen to me carefully okay I want the biggest takeaway for you today to be that you can do this too it doesn't require any special magic any special formula any special anything you just got to be willing to put in the work all right so welcome Kara back to the podcast how are you doing Oh, I am so good. And thank you for having me back. It's like such an
0: honor to get to come back to somebody's show, especially somebody you love so much and just like (laughs) hang out and have fun. So I can't wait
1: to dive in. Yeah, girl, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. You're incredible. Your story always gets me like super pumped because like just understanding that you went from like literally negative, not even zero, from negative to consistent income in your own business you know that's that's like most people would like give up after going through such a hard season and having you know kids to feed and, and a family to raise it's like most people would say okay I gotta prioritize and give up this dream for now and just focus on you know, being realistic and just go get a job and do what I got to do. So what made you in those? Well, first of all, tell us your story a little bit for those who maybe didn't didn't hear that episode. And I'll, I'll post the link actually in the show notes so you guys can go back and listen to it. But tell us a, a brief summary of what that season was like for you and why you decided to even like continue on your entrepreneurial path and all that stuff.
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't until I told that story on your podcast that I stopped And I celebrated myself. Come on. That was the first time I really stopped and realized what a journey it is. Because I think when we're in the thick of it, we don't see it. Right? We have our blinders on and all we see are the things that we're not doing. All we see are the places we're inadequate and we're not showing up to this this I don't know this unrealistic standard we have, right. and so telling my story was that was a huge um, game changer. I think that was like August or September when I did that for yeah. me. So thank you because there was something that sparked in me after that. But yeah. um, if you didn't get to hear, my name is Kara Harvey. Um, by the way, I am the CEO <laughs> of a purpose-driven mom, um, and I? I yeah I've been in business. This is year four for me, uh, I'm so and awesome. I'm a former school teacher who was just so tired of being burnt out. I knew there had to be something else. And so when I was ready to leave teaching, I didn't really have anything to cling to. So I got into network marketing, like a lot of people do. And it was a hobby for me. I, you know, I paid for my product, but I knew that if I had more time, I could be successful because I know my personality, right? Like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I left teaching and I went quote full time into network marketing. And on the outside, it looked very successful. I had hit six figures. I had 250 people on my team. Like, I was doing it and everybody kept coming to me for tips. And on the inside, I was drowning Mm -hmm. because I was doing all the things that burnt me out in teaching. I was working 40 to 60 hours a week. I was making sure I would not go to bed until I had inbox zero. Like I was so fearful that I was going to like miss a sale, that I was, I was living in this fear-based business Mm. and it was making me kind of miserable. And even though I had the income and you know, whatever, I didn't have certain rank. So I didn't feel like I was good enough. And I thought I'm working my butt off. And I'm still not fulfilled. Like, what is going on here? Mm. And it was right around, I would say, two full years after leaving teaching and internet marketing that I was pregnant with my son, who's now three. And I got the idea to do something different. And, it, you know, T, it was so scary yeah. because I had made a name for myself. And also, let's be real. I have all my student loans and I left teaching exactly. and people didn't get it. And I was like, if I switch to something else, they're going to be like, see, she's a failure. Right, she couldn't right. do it. She had to move somewhere else. Um, but I just felt God be like, there's something more you can help women with. And at this oh point, you know, I had my kids. And so uh, this was right when I had my son, my daughter was like two. And then my stepson was, I don't know, math, maybe like 10. So I had my kids and I had this mom experience. And I thought, what could I help moms with? Because these are my people. These are who I'm hanging with. And I, you know, was naturally organized. And that's how I kind of got into what I was doing with the purpose-driven mom. But in the beginning, it was a whole mess. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to exactly do. Yeah. So I would try everything. Like, I saw somebody over there who had like recipes that got them traffic. So I said, okay, <laughs> crafts, crafts, bring your blog. Oh, now we need to, you know, get on ad networks. Like, I was trying to be like a blogger. Yeah. And that whole first year... I learned a ton and I failed a ton. I made a little bit of money, but I kept going because I just knew in my heart, like this can be successful. And it wasn't until like, I sold that first ebook. I don't remember if I told this story last time, but I sold my first ebook. I emailed it to somebody like on Gmail. I sent them like a PayPal invoice. Like I didn't know what I was doing, but <laughs> I thought, wow, I got something people want, Come you on. know? And so then that second year in business was when I started to figure out, what do I really want to do? And that's when I settled on productivity and time management, because mm. I was having people ask me all the time, like, you have three kids, how are you running this side business? And at this time, um, as part of our story, so my husband, he was out of work for eight months. And so I wound up getting a second job. So I was working at the mall, like retail, yeah. second yeah. job uh, to make money and make ends meet. So, you know, my, I'd be home with my kids all day try to work on my business in the pockets that I'd work from six to 10, a couple nights a week, come home, Crazy. rinse and repeat, work on the weekends. Like you know, it was really grinding for minimum wage just to, just so that I could pay um, for diapers and those sort of things, because yeah. I wanted to like fuel my dream, like working at come the at Barnes and Noble, right. Like working at the bookstore one, it was also really fun. Like I met some really great people there. Like the one girl yeah. now is the videographer that does all my events. Like I met <laughs> some really great people there, but also amazing. It just kind of lit this fire in me because I knew that I was working so that I didn't have to go back to teaching so that Mm. I can work on my dream and so. That that second year when I started to really kind of gain that momentum and take off, I felt super aligned with what Mm. I was going to do and then in 2020. Uh, I got, you know, furloughed from the job, which, you know, was fine because my business started to pick up. And because yeah. I had really centered in with what I wanted to do. And because I feel like I made it through that hard season in 2019, where I really like you, I feel like you have to have your dream be like so strong in your heart sometimes because it's so easy to quit. So you ask like, how did you not quit? I just knew this was going to be successful, right? Now, listen, on the nights I was up till 3am trying to do stuff or crying on the floor because I thought I was a failure. Did I know? Nope. But there's something in my heart that just had to believe it. Like I just Mm -hmm. had to believe like if God put this dream in my heart, like it's going to happen somehow. It might take longer, might not be on my timeline. And so I just stuck with it because I think when we show up in integrity with Mm ourselves for our dreams, Mm -hmm. it does something really magical. Because I've had a lot of dreams over the course of my 36 years on this earth yep. and I don't <laughs> stick with a lot of them and that's okay. But the ones that I've stuck with are the right ones for me. And so this past year has been like an absolute whirlwind in my business. Um, and you know, like she said a consistent income is my first year hitting six figures. Um, we were just talking about team before I got into this together. A team of five of us now. Um, and Damn. it's like a legit business. Yeah. Um, and I finally changed my mindset from I'm just a mom with a laptop to I'm a CEO and a business owner, you know, yep. trademarks are in like, let's do yep. it. And I think that the other thing that I will say, help me stick with my goal is the baby steps I took to legitimize what I was doing along the way because I just had this mentality, mm. like people just don't know what I do, right? It's really hard in the online space to mm. be like, know, whatever, people give me money, like nobody gets it. Um, and I think that what was actually great over the pandemic was because everyone started to do virtual stuff, they understood, oh, you teach virtual classes. Like people know how school is and like whatever. So So now they're like, oh, I get it. So that helps it. But along the way, I took these tiny baby steps, right? I made my first hire to a VA. I got Mm -hmm. my LLC. I just did my trademarking this year. Like just those tiny little steps. I got work hours even. Like this is my work hours. Those helped grow my confidence that I was, getting closer to my goal. And then it helped me get more invested in it and help my husband see like I was serious and like all mm. those types of things. And so I think that if you are struggling to like stay focused and motivated when a goal gets tough, because Ooh. let's be real, like your goals are going to be hard. Okay. Let me, I'm going to say this. Is so good. Oh, oh my God. So good. I got to say this because I, I work with a lot of moms. Right. And the one thing that like, they tell me their biggest frustration is that life throws them curveballs and they don't know how to get back on track. Yeah. And I tell them, you're gonna fail. Like, yep. life is going to throw you curveballs. So plan for it. Like, Come plan on. for it in advance. I actually have moms go through when they create their goals for the quarter and I have them write down what obstacles they're most likely gonna face oh, and create so an, a contingency plan. I like to call it like when the poop hits the fan to be yeah. nice. Cause like sometimes my son, he was like a poop thrower, but like for real, like (laughs) it happens, right? But you know, those days where like your dog gets sick in the morning or a phone call that's supposed to take 10 minutes takes 30 or you just get thrown off. And then your whole day is off. I have moms go through and make a plan. That's like an alternative plan, not like super detailed or anything, but just so you know, so that when the obstacles come, they don't own you. You're like, cool, this isn't going to be an ideal perfect day, but I know at least my intention. And I think that that is one of the things that is so important. You do before you even work on your goal is say like, okay, when will this get hard? What yeah. will this feel like when it gets Ooh, hard? So what good. am I gonna do when it gets hard? How am I going to, you know, combat that negative voice that says I'm a failure? Like for me, yeah. like I'm dealing with tech stuff this week with the summit coming up, and I know that it's a thing, and I deal with this in therapy. I told her I was like, anytime tech stuff happens, it makes me feel stupid, and then I want to like retreat, yeah. and and then I start saying, oh, I'm a terrible business owner. And he, like all those voices. I know it. it yeah. We're predictable people and at this point in my life like I know all the things I'm doing to self-sabotage you know what they are like everybody knows what you do so identify what they are going to be in advance who are the people you're going to go to right yeah like when you need it when when you know this is happening who do you go to for comfort who do you go to for solutions who are you going to go to to pep talk you like have your your like in case of emergency, break this glass, like have right. that plan made beforehand. So then when mm-hmm. obstacles come, when like, I can't predict everything. I couldn't predict that my husband, who was our primary breadwinner, was going to be out of work for eight months. Right? right. And at that point, I didn't have this great system where I came up with a plan and it was dang hard. Cause I was like, I don't know what we're doing here, but we're rolling oh, with yeah. it. But now mm-hmm. going into this year, I I'm predicting for like, for example, my kid's preschool is open. Right. But I know at any moment it could close. It's closed four times already since they've been in school this year. And so I have a backup plan. I got a little filing cabinet with activities and ideas and an alternate schedule for if I get that phone call and they're like, all right, we're closed for the week for COVID. Okay, it stinks. I -hmm. like my plan and I'm someone, I struggle with anxiety. And when my plan gets messed up, I I don't know how to um, like adapt on the fly very well. So it's something I've always been coping. So maybe these are just techniques I've learned in therapy, but in order to help, Having that backup plan allows me to go into situations and say, this might not be ideal, but at least I can make the best of it here mm. instead of, oh, crap, what am I going to do? Like, mm. everybody's home and i got all these, like, we need to learn to be adaptable. And I think that, oh, now I'm just, now we're just on a TED Talk here, but like, I think that, to um, us. <laughs> I think that. People feel bad when they're not adaptable. They think like, "I'm just supposed to handle it. I'm supposed to know how to juggle it. I'm supposed to know right, how to." Do it. There's right, nothing right, wrong right. with you. Being yeah. adaptable is a it's a skill. It's something you need to like learn and put into a routine to become. Like I am, I am very rigid. Like I am super type A, and so I have to consciously. Work at learning to be more flexible, learning to be adaptable and coming up with strategies to make that work for me, because it's not going to look the same for everybody else. And so if you're someone who struggles when like your schedule gets changed and you get flustered and you don't know what to do, that's fine. But that's when you have to make a choice and say, am I going to stay in the victim mode of this? I'm just not Mm -hmm. somebody who adapts well. Right? Like I, and I did this. So like, I'm talking to me, like I did this for really long. Yeah. I, that my anxiety was my crutch for a long time. Well, yeah. because of my anxiety, I can't do this or that. Mm. And I had to say to myself, like, I'm tired of letting it win. Yeah. So instead let's make an alternate plan to be like, okay, this is how I am. Like, I know yeah. that this is the type of person I am, but I also know that it's possible for me to have alternative solutions because if I don't, then I'm going to pause my goals or lose the momentum or want to quit. And the, like I said, to stay in integrity with myself, I want to stick to it.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So much of what you said, you talked about alignment. You talked about self-integrity. You talked about like staying focused on the vision. You got to break all those things down for us because it's like, we can hear about that. We can watch that in a motivational video and we get it. We agree. But what do those things mean? So yeah. break them down for us. First yeah. of all, what is, what is alignment? How did you know you were aligned?
0: Oh, man. So this took me a while. And it, it's this like piece, I think, that even when things are hard, yeah, you're feeling like it's right and yeah. so my, my word of the year last year was aligned, actually. And wow. so I don't really have it with me. I, so, OK, so one of the things that I do with my word of the year, and so you can do this too for your yeah. word of the year, but do this for alignment, right? Is I go ahead and I write down all the categories of my life. So I would write down, I'm trying to look for I would write down like, you know, spirituality or finance or work or whatever. And I, I ask myself this question. So ask yourself, if you're listening, Asha what would it look like Mm. if I was aligned I create that vision in this area Mm, so what does it look like to be aligned in for my family well it would look like I had written down like a family bible study um and like date nights with my husband like that Mm. was what that was and then oh wait hold on I this is my one for this year I knew it was somewhere my word is impact I know this is Mm. like a podcast and you can't see but I'm going to show it to you so I go through Mm. all the categories and I say what does it look like for my word right And so for alignment, you could say like, hey, what does it look like to be aligned in my finances? Well, that's tithing 10% and that's paying off some of my debt. What does it look like to be aligned in like my personal life? That's having a monthly Zoom call with my friends to connect with them Mm -hmm. or having downtime every day without guilt. Like, what does that look like for you? So you could do that with your word of the year
1: or you could- So question, question, question about that. So what you just showed, I know you guys can't see it, but she showed a piece of paper and it had the word in the middle in a box and it had a whole bunch of like it was almost like a brain, a brain dump or a brain map. Mm-hmm. Right. So is that kind of like what we're doing? We write the word and then we write down in the different sections the different yeah. categories.
0: Yes. So okay. um, and I can I have my one for aligned. So if you remind me, I can send you a picture of it. If you want to like drop it up somewhere so people can visually see it in the show. Well, oh no yeah, I can put whatever. it on the website. So yep, people- do it. So, I, so this is something and so my word this year is impact. So the middle of mine says impact. Yeah. But Yeah, you go ahead and you can write aligned or you can write whatever, you know, the concept of the word of the year and which yeah. is something and if you know you're listening, you're like, what is this? It's just a word that you use to kind of anchor into you make decisions around. And the reason I like to do this is because I teach a reflection process that you do every month, right. And there's three different types of reflection that I have uh, my students do. Um, And one of them is we always start with, it's called a reflection pyramid. And it's really just anecdotal. It's like, what were five things? uh, It was the five best things of your month, four hard things, um, three things you're proud of, two areas you struggled and a lesson you learned, right? And so we go through, we do the feelings first, because when it comes to our goals, we're so emotional, right? Oh, yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Let's own it, but then let's let's keep it moving. So I yeah. always have them start with the emotions because if I was to say, hey, how was your week? Or how was your day? The first thing you're going to tell me is what you didn't do, right? So I let them go so through the trying. process to feel. Because so often are we told, right? Like, yep. don't feel, don't just push by, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. So we feel what we feel. The second piece of the reflection that I recommend you do every month, then you go numerical. Okay, let's look at the data now. So mm. you said this is what happened. Come on. But now let's go data-driven. You said, you know, how many times a week did you do your workout? How many pages yeah. of the book did you, like, let's actually look at it. Mm. then once you have that done then we do reflecting in relation to our vision and so mm. this is where this third piece ties in so I have them pull out their word of the year sheet that we make together wow and then each week we say this is the Kara like I told myself I'm gonna be at the Woo, end of the year, right? so good. Right? this oh is where goodness. I want to go right wow if, and it so many so much times okay. so if you don't know though where you want to go, You could reflect on your goals every month, but you might not be making the right type of progress. And so I have them do this so they can say, when I was in the mood to, right, and like January 1, when I made this, I was all excited. This is what I said I was going to do to show up. And every Mm -hmm. month when I reflect this way, I can ask myself, am I showing up in this way? And I will be reminded of the thing. So one of the things I said, so my word, like I said, this year's impact. And under, I can't remember where it is, spirituality, I said, To have impact, I would share my testimony every single month, like that was something I wanted to do. And this reminds me, did I share my testimony this month? You know, I didn't. So let's pull up and do it right. Um, And so that that's one of the ways I do it. And I think that while you don't have to do it for the word aligned, you could. If you do it for whatever is important to you, yeah. like your word of the year, because depending on you, like your word of the year, mine is impact. Your word could be fun. Like it doesn't right. matter. And that's alignment. If you, right. it's, I, I teach this thing called priority-based productivity and it's based on you. So mm-hmm. if someone's out there is like, I don't know what aligned looks like, but I know that I'd love to have more fun this year. So if you go through this activity and you say in your spiritual life, your family, your finance, your personal, your business, and your relationships, this is what it would look like for me to have more fun. When you reflect on this each month, that's alignment. You said you would do these things. You said this is what it would look like. Are you showing up to those things? Um, And then the other thing I just wrote underneath mine is like, what does that mean? Like impact? So I would be like impact blank, right? So I wrote like impact my full potential, impact the strength of my family, impact uh, lives positively and impact for the kingdom so -hmm. that kind of like ties my themes together and so Mm -hmm. to me that's alignment right it's like what's your vision where do you want to go so you've got to do that first yeah and then routinely checking in with it and asking yourself hey am I there Mm -hmm. am I am I there yet
1: and then checking yourself So 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 good And that ties into what you were saying about integrity. So talk to us about that. So when you have all these, like when you, when you create this like map of like what it looks like to be aligned or what it looks like to have impact, how do you actually hold yourself accountable to make sure that you get it done? Man. So this is,
0: this is tough. This self-integrity piece is really tough because especially as women, I think that we lack a confidence that we're going to be capable of doing things because we've failed a lot. And society has told us or your parents or whomever you want to, you know, fill in the blank that failure is bad. And Mm -hmm. I don't think failure Mm -hmm. is bad at all because you know what? I make mistakes all the time. I forget to put a link in an email, whatever. I am always going to double check that link next time. Like I am never going to, I let me, I did a podcast interview like two weeks ago and it was the first time in a year and a half. I forgot to hit record. And I got to the very end, and I didn't hit record. You better believe I'm never gonna forget to do that again. Okay, so so I think that we as women, like we've missed this confidence piece, right? Yeah. And so it's challenging to sh- to show up for yourself, right? Mm. And this can look this can look different in so many ways. But I think that showing up for yourself means, hey, I made a plan for myself this week, and I'm gonna mm. do my best to stick with it. Because Kara mm. on Sunday, who made her plan for the week. She had these good intentions and it was aligned to the goals. And she wasn't reactive like Mm Kara on Tuesday. She was proactive, Mm -hmm. right? She was like, this is what it's going to be like before the curveballs hit. And so if if like reactive Kara on Wednesday is saying, I don't care about your plans to Saturday care or whatever, like that's not self-integrity. Now, let's be real stuff happens like yeah. it and you have to adjust and everything isn't going to get done right um, and it's not about beating yourself up but it's about having like this plan of where you're going to go yeah. um and i think that showing up in self for showing up with self integrity yeah. is one of those things that allows you to not only grow your confidence that you're capable of achieving your goals but it is this thing that allows other people to start to be positively impacted by you mm. right because they see like she says she's going to do it. And then she does it. Yeah, I want that. And I think that influence that we have, no matter how big or small your audience, whether you're talking to your children, or you're talking to a platform on a stage, that matters. And then that helps grow our confidence. The other thing I will say is, one of the reasons I think women struggle with this self-integrity piece is because they think that if they don't show up, they don't um, achieve then they're in, there's something inherently wrong with them. Yeah, And you see this everywhere, right? Like these memes of like, your why needs to be stronger than your excuses and right, all this right, right, nonsense. Right. Can I yeah. tell you something? Yeah. There is nothing wrong <laughs> with your willpower. There is yeah. nothing wrong with it's your motivation. True. Your plan is flawed. You just need a better plan, like the end. And so I think that it's so frustrating when I see these, these like no nonsense people out there, especially like, you know, I work with moms, like our lives are just so different. I even read a book today and she was in the book was like, you know, ideally if you plan two hours at the start of your morning, every day to work on your goals. And I was like, cool, my kids get up at six. Mm. Like, let's be real about it instead. And so I think that, um, we need to stop being fed this lie and believing yeah, that if yeah. we don't always show up with integrity for ourselves, because I don't, like yeah. I'm supposed to do something when we get it done, I'm probably not going to do that. Like, you know, right. like those, I don't feel motivated all the time either. Exactly. If we stop thinking we're supposed to be motivated all the time exactly. and, and, and we have grace for ourselves, mm-hmm. we will grow our confidence um, that we can do it. We will start to believe that it's possible for us. Yeah. And then we will start to make changes. And then also remembering that showing up is progress. I tell the moms in, in my yeah, membership, the Purpose Driven so Mom Club, I tell them, you know, you work on your goals. And then every Sunday we meet and we plan our week. And I say, we'll have moms every week be like, hey, I've been ghosting for a bit. I haven't been around. And I say, I'm so happy that you're here because you just watching the calls, you reading that email, you showing mm. up, That that is progress. Yeah. Because I bet you last year, would have been like, well, whatever. I paid for this, but I've started to fail, so I'm not. Right. I'm embarrassed, and I'm not going to show up. Right. And we need to celebrate those things yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. It's so true. It's so easy to to focus on all the things we're not doing, all the ways we're we're not being integral. We're not, you know, working towards our goals. You know, we're not getting the results we want, and all that stuff. But like. It's about the journey. Who are we becoming in the process? If we're not learning the lessons and actually like giving ourselves time to grow, because our vision, our vision is like, this big crazy thing and it's inspiring and we know we can do it we know it's possible we want it but we have to grow into being the kind of person that can create those results and sustain those results and we don't give ourselves the time to grow we don't give ourselves the space to like make mistakes and learn and and all of that so I love everything you're saying well because it's true
0: yeah and I want to add something in there too because that that piece about making mistakes um i think we forget it so often and we forget that there's a learning curve yeah. we just assume even if okay so i have some goals this year i'm gonna declutter my house right like yeah. some personal. i'm gonna read this many books i want to i don't know but some of the girls in my membership they're learning how to crochet and do stuff like that right yeah yeah, yeah. we think we're just supposed to know how to do stuff and then we get mad when we don't pick it up and you're like. <laughs> I, I don't know how to knit if you hated me knitting needles or whatever I wouldn't know what to do right but I have options yeah I can build in buffer time to learn yeah Ooh, so and build in um grace with myself yeah. knowing that I'm going to learn or I can get mad at myself because I'm stuck in perfectionism mm. feel like I have to show up or we know perfectionism mm-hmm. is another, um, no, procra- or we can procrastinate because procrastination is a form of perfectionism, right? Yeah, we yeah. don't do things because it needs to look perfect. Right. So you could be like, oh my gosh, I have to learn this, but I, I can't figure it out. So I'm just going to this, push this goal, put it back on the shelf.
1: Yeah. Or we
0: get mad at ourselves because we forget there's a learning curve. Like when I teach moms to map out- Oh, their- so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you have to put time in. You have to leave buffer- for learning, because you're not just going to know how to do, and and I, this happened to me, I bought a cleaning course last year, and I was super embarrassed, because Mm -hmm. I was like, I should know how to clean, like, shouldn't I know how to do these (laughs) things, but I didn't, she showed me, you spray the rag, you don't spray the tape, okay, great, like, all these things I didn't know, and I had to, it was really humbling for me to, Mm -hmm. like, do this, something that I thought was so basic, but this woman has, like, 50,000 students so I'm not the only one like I'm not the only one and 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 I had to get over my pride of feeling like this is just something I should know how to do yeah and be willing to like flop through learning how to clean my stove properly or something like that like we just have to build that in as well
1: yeah oh my god this is speaking to me so much because I even have a goal I have a goal this year to grow my Instagram account I want to hit 10K. I'm at 6K right now. And I keep telling myself, you know, if you want to do it, you got to like make time for it because I'm never on Instagram. I only go on like I schedule my post, all that stuff, like I'm barely on it. And so this year I've been trying to be intentional about actually like, you know, being active. And then I started telling myself just this week, a couple of days ago, I was telling myself, you know what? Like why do you even care? Like Instagram doesn't automatically even generate sales. Like you got to like work to turn people into clients, right? It's not just an automatic process. I know it looks like it. People try to make it sound like it. Oh, open an Instagram account, get a bunch of followers, then you get them into right. turn them into clients, but that's <laughs> not how it works, right? And so I was like, you know what? It's not even like an automatic thing. So once I get the people, I got to, you know, draft them into the community. It takes time. Get them on the email list. Take them through this whole process. I'm like, what's the point? Might as well just go and do something else instead of focusing on um, Instagram. Go, you know, run some ads. Go do something else, right? That's gonna be faster. And then I was like, okay, T, what's really at the bottom of this? Why are you really trying to avoid this? Because this is more than just sales and money and more new clients, you know. the reason why you want to grow your Instagram account is because you want to connect with new people and build your community so that people have more people to like grow with and so I started thinking and I'm like yo I'm actually afraid of doing it like investing my time into it because what if I fail what if I look stupid what if what if it doesn't happen you know and now I'm like yo I just told all these people who listen to the podcast that i'm trying to hit 10k they're going to be watching by the end of december i better have 10k you know yeah. but you know truly i know like i'm i'm saying that and i'm i'm joking about it because i know deep in my heart it doesn't even matter if i hit it or not that's not even like the bigger the bigger picture is who am i becoming in the process am i going to be integral am i going to hold myself accountable am i actually going to take these steps and like work towards this goal be consistent and develop my own character and show up for my community now or am I just gonna like continue to hide behind oh I don't know how and so you know I'm not gonna do it or I'm just gonna continue to do what I do because it's comfortable you know so back to what you're saying about including time to like learn put in buffer time to learn the thing put in buffer time to give yourself grace put in buffer time to like make mistakes and all that stuff and like, just grow, enjoy it because really and truly the process of, of achieving our goals is, is, is not just about achieving the goal. It's not just about the end result and the thing you're creating. And, oh, like, I'm so smart. I'm so like, amazing. I was able to do this. No, it's about who you became because now that you've done that thing, what else can you do? What else yes. is possible after you achieve that? You know?
0: Yeah. Yo, yes. Love,
1: love it. Yeah. Okay. One more thing for you. Cause I know, I know you're busy. I know it's late. And you know, I love you, so I, I just got to ask, OK, yeah, do it with this summit that you're working on, what are some key highlights that people often share after coming to the summit?
0: Yeah. OK, so this is the fourth Purpose Driven Mom Summit that I've run. Um, And I'm so excited because we're going to make it the biggest event yet. We've got a whole bunch of new stuff planned. And last year, I didn't expect. We had about 4,000 women attend the event last year. And it was because it was right during like the heart of schools and everything closing. And moms were like, help me with my routines. Yeah. And so um, one of, I think one of the biggest things moms leave this event with is a new community. And they don't expect it but it's pretty dang lonely sometimes to feel like you're the only one struggling. And one of the things we like to do in the summit, I mean, it's a party. Like we want it to feel like (laughs) you're with other people. We want it to feel, but we know that's really hard for us, right? So like we have prizes and teams and Q&As and like live videos. It's super interactive. And a lot of the moms leave saying like, I was in a really dark place because I felt super alone and now I feel less alone and I have a community. So that's like kind of on like the kumbaya, like side of things. Right. (laughs) But practically we focus on routines for your life and your family. And so we, and I really try to make sure, especially four years in I've learned a lot about how to and how to not run a summit. Um, (laughs) I want it to be so action-packed. I want each presentation. I want you to leave with like, this is my plan for it, you know? And so Not only are you going to get like 25 action-packed presentations, one of the things that we do at the end in the wrap-up is an actual session, now what? And so we're going to sit and figure out, great, you've taken all these notes because I know everyone's been to events and then you forget you've been to the event. So we're going to come up and create an action plan together on the last day at the wrap-up for you for the next few months. And I think moms love that the most because they're like, this is the event that I got a lot out of, and I'm actually still taking action from, yeah. I mean, I sign up for everything and, and I, I've had those moments where it just like sits in my inbox. I want the opposite for you. Like yeah. I want moms to attend, to get value without feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. and have a plan that they can take action on based on what's important to them and their priorities. And I think yeah. we do that really well.
1: Oh, that's so good. So, so good. I love that you said it's a plan based on their priorities. So you're not giving them a list of things to do and saying, hey, go check all these boxes. You're saying organize yourself, figure out what works for you and go and like align your life with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I would love and I've been there where I've printed like all those pretty Pinterest checklists and I'd buy a million planners and I want yeah. the one response. But the one thing that changed for me was when I realized that it wasn't a new planner that was going to solve my problems. It was yeah. a plan that was based on my priorities. And yeah. so, um, like I said, you're not going to be on your own. We're going to do it together and wrap up and teach you yeah. how to make a plan for you. Because um, I think that we jump in so heavy all the time, like got to do all the things and I got to yeah. take action on all these great presentations. You don't have to do it right away. We're going to talk about not about pushing things off, but about making a strategic plan for you for the next few months. Because honestly, right now, and normally everyone's life looks different, but right now everyone's life looks so different. There is no one size fits all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay. So where actually in order to get the link, when you guys want to sign up, go to the show notes. I have a link below um, and you guys will be able to get your, your um, free ticket that way. Right. It's a free ticket.
0: Yep. So, um, I'll say this, the event starts on March 22nd, but we have an actual week right before we're going to be doing some fun stuff with our sponsors. And what's really cool about this event, I'm not going to tell you this yet, but all the sponsors are actually women from the Purpose Driven Mom community. Um, I sent an email out to my list and I said, listen, if you're a small business owner, I want to support you. Um, and they're helping run this event. So it's so, it's so full circle. Um, So I'm doing Q and A's with them and I love like gift giving is like my love language. So we got tons of prizes. But yeah, you get your free ticket. The presentations, they're up for 24 hours before they expire with your free ticket. And you can, you know, be a part of all the giveaways. You have an option to upgrade. There's a VIP pass where you get to go back, watch the presentations later. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you also get MP3s and like a workbook. But the coolest piece is there's a massive bundle that you can't get anywhere else just from all the speakers and the panelists Mm -hmm. of courses. And I was just talking to someone today. One of my community members is doing all the proofreading for me, actually. And she was like, oh, my gosh, this looks amazing. Can I look at my stuff now? And I was like, no, you have to wait because (laughs) it's got some amazing stuff um, that you can't get anywhere else.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh, guys, this is insane. First of all, this event has been going on. It's a community for moms, purpose driven moms who are like ready to get their life together and not in a way where it's like you're forced and you got to follow this strict routine and this strict, you know, um, standard. It's you creating your own like living on your own terms pretty much and making sure that you live in alignment with those because it's easy to feel inspired and and motivated in the moment when you're at the conference and you're getting the information and all that. And it's easy to, to think, oh, okay, wow, I can't wait to get started. But by the end of it, you just heard Kara say, you guys are gonna do a goal setting session live and direct with Kara. That's insane. You're getting it for free. She's a coach. She does this for a living and she's giving it to you for free. So you got to get your, your ticket. It's in the, the show notes. Um, did you want to say any final things, any final thoughts, any final, like, James, yeah. you want to drop?
0: I just want to tell anyone listening, I know that it can be really hard when you come up with this beautiful plan for the year and yeah. you think that it's going to look one way and life decides it's different. Do not give up on that. Just know that you are capable of pivoting, in a way that makes sense
1: for you and you can keep going 100%. 100%. Oh my gosh. I don't want this to end, but it's so <laughs> super late and I know we both got to go to bed. I love you so much. Love this you so this good. Was great. So, this was so wonderful. Good. Oh my gosh. All right guys, so I will meet you at the summit, okay? It's March 22nd and it lasts for 3 days.
0: It's, it's 5 days. So this five one days. is all week T is speaking you didn't even talk about you, so your presentation is that Monday at 11 a.m so make sure you get your ticket beforehand so you don't miss her presentation Um, but it goes all five days and then each night we're doing pajama party panels so we'll Mm, have panels come up and answer questions live
1: (laughs) pajama party panels! y'all know I love a good party so I'm gonna be like watching with you guys in the audience commenting and all that stuff it's gonna be so much fun so much fun I can't wait to see you there Thank you for, for coming and joining us here today on the podcast. You are amazing. And we got to get you back again this year because this was so yeah.
0: fire. This is, I know. I feel like we can talk for hours. So you thank can. you for having
1: me. <laughs> Anytime. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the How to Turn Your Girls Into Reality podcast. Again, you can find the link for this summit down below in the show notes. All right. We'll chat soon. Ta-ta.